Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Digitally Uploaded Podcast, the companion podcast for digitallydownloaded.net. My name is Alan and I am your host for this podcast. Um, with me today is the editor-in-chief of the site, Matt Sainsbury. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm barely alive, but that's all right. We're going to push through that. We're going to push through the fire, through the flames, because it's, it's, a, it's a reference <laughs> to a later topic in the podcast. It's clever. It's foreshadowing. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, look at me. I'm using the foreshadowing. I'm a smart boy. You're doing plot development already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to have a baby soon. Um, <laughs> uh, with us also is Trent. I, can I do also a robot voice? I am also here. Hello. I don't know. That's, <laughs> that sounds less... All right, Connor. I don't know why I'm in a David Cage mood this morning. Um, <laughs> and finally, we have Ginny with us as well. Hello, Ginny. Hey, I am uh, not David Cage. Look, I wish you were. Then I could talk to you about how we have written so many emotions into your, into your wonderful, wonderful video games. Alrighty. Um, so we're going to be getting going really, really quickly on this one today. So we're going to start off with a bit of music by Rin, I believe. Otherwise, Matt will shout at me because it's not simple and clean from Kingdom Hearts.
And welcome back. So we had a bit of a big announcement that happened this week in the form of the new Assassin's Creed game, which is exciting if you want the same game as last year. Um, <laughs> I'm very lukewarm on this, can you tell? Um, but everyone else seems to be pretty excited about it. I mean, they are well-made games more often than not, so can't exactly really complain about it. Um, I don't really have a hot take other than it looks fine. It will be fine. It'll be a game. It's a video game. <laughs> so, meh. Um, I feel like Matt's probably a bit more passionate about this, given that he actually liked Origins, I believe. I like pretty much all of them, actually, because oh. I like my Western version of Dynasty Warriors. That's so. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a very interesting way of describing them. No, now well, that I think about it, I, like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I play them for the, like the history. I don't play them for the gameplays. I play them because I, I get into the, the history of them. So for me, obviously, what's important is where they're set. And this one is set either in, well, probably Greece. I think we all agree that it's, it's probably it's Greece. Either Greece right? or Sparta. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, something, something yeah, to do so with Greece. Probably like, Greece. yeah. Yeah. Probably like, you know, 300, where you're all like super buff dudes, even David Wenham, who has never had that much muscle. Even in his David life. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> David uh, even Cage. David Cage. Does, and he's totally ripped. I could, that would be hilarious. And he's um, like, I need more emotions in this bathroom. <laughs> um, if, it, if it's not set in Greece, it's probably set in Rome. It looks like one of those. Like the little clip had like a, a dude with a hat that looked like a very Roman hat. Um, <laughs> he has a dude with a hat. Wow. <laughs> so it's all we know about the game is like a five second clip, obviously, at the moment, at least when we're recording this podcast. And that five second clip just shows one dude kicking another dude off a cliff and one dude wearing what looks like a Roman hat. The other dude looks like he could be a Greek dude. So who knows? Maybe it's across all of the Mediterranean. It's like. Assassin's Creed Mediterranean Odyssey because that's what it's called Odyssey. So, mm. yeah, I'm pretty keen. I'm yep, cool. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's <laughs> not um, Assassin's Creed, you know, Japan. Like I was, I, I keep asking for every year, and they never respond to my emails. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> I think if you start the email with "Give me more Japan," it's probably not going like, to get. Your game sucks, but it needs <laughs> Well, money it makes me, sense. money now, like, money me are leading a lot now. Japan, Japan has the ready-made assassin sitting there. Like the ninja is the, the perfect assassin role thing anyway. So mm. why they don't do an Assassin's Creed Japan, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're waiting to see how Sony does with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, Ghost of Sushi. Because, Ghost of Sushi. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost of Sushi. Because, you know, then they'll know if a... You know, if white guys can make Japanese games, um, and <laughs> then maybe they'll make Assassin's Creed Ninja, Ninja Land, which would be cool. But I hope it's called Assassin's Creed Ninja Land. No, I, like, it should that's... be Assassin's Creed Ninja World, like Westworld. Assassin's Creed Ninja World. <laughs> Everyone's actually... <gasps> it's a tie yeah, with Detroit. Everyone's a robot, yes. It's a tie with Detroit. It's cross-promotion. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for Ninja... Ninja World. Um, I'll, I'll I'll deal with Odyssey. It's a pre. It'll be cool, I think. So, so that's me. I don't know about you guys, but I would absolutely froth a game in the Baltic area. Uh, I think that'd be really interesting because uh, that area is very like piratey, especially Dubrovnik, which is awesome. And I would love to have Assassin's Creed Croatia, but I doubt that'll ever happen. Well, the ancient Greco-Persian wars were also very naval heavy. Yeah, so you could so, do ship combat. We yeah, can make the no, best part of Assassin's Creed 4 again. I'm almost certain well, that, was, that there's going to be ship combat. That was mm -hmm. the point of uh, the 300 sequel, wasn't it? 300. Yeah. 300, know, was yeah. 300. 301 Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 302 had ship combat in it. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> that was all the that, that was the Athenians fighting against the Persians on the ocean. So yeah, mm. that was cool. That was actually a pretty neat film. So yeah, if they can recapture some of that vibe in the game, I'll be doubly for it because they just put like, Eva Green so much if I can capture her. I'd watch that. Just play that game. Yeah, it, like I don't know, but I I've not been super big in Assassin's Creed for a while now because I thought Syndicate was hot trash, and Ooh, I, I like Syndicate. I did not. I broke it within a minute of playing it. Like I started climbing into the sky, and that was the that was the end of my experience. Immersion over. Like yeah, just climbing into the sky. Immersion over. David Cage is my new friend. Oh no! <laughs> um, Realized you've just seen a video game. Yeah, but like, so my issue with the Assassin's Creed games, I've not played Origins, so I can't talk about what Origins plays like, even though it looks a bit witchery. Um, like. They, they all seem to be fairly similar, and I don't really want to play the same game over and over again with a new character who's a plucky young hero who's been thrust into a situation that they don't want to be involved in. Like, I don't know. I, I just... I'm sure that this will be a good game. Like, that's the thing. is like there is enough money behind it that it cannot fail. Like, it will not be a 6 out of 10. It'll be a 7 out of 10 at worst, which would be considered a failure probably by a lot of people, but nah. Um... And it, it'll be fine. It'll be a good game. But I don't have any interest in that at all. It's the same thing with State of Decay. Like, I've got zero interest in that game. I'm sure it's fine. It's just well, I think, I think, I think Assassin's Creed, again, it kind of depends on what you're looking at. If you if you go into the Assassin's Creed games for the gameplays, um, then, yeah, they're probably similar to one another to the point where you can burn out on them fairly quickly. But if you go into them because you want the, like, the setting and the storytelling and all that kind of stuff, they are pretty different. Like, I didn't care much for um, the, the one set in England. I can't remember which one. Syndicate. Syndicate, yeah. Yeah, because I don't really give a fuck about that country or time or place. Um, but, this is, this is know, a Christian origin, podcast, origin. Matt. You can't say that word. <laughs> or, origin great. It had, like, you oh. know, uh, Jack the Ripper. It had the whole... As DLC. You know, that was pretty insulting. Yeah, but it was still fun. And they had, like, like all of that, like, whole, like, um, building little tribes and... Uh, not tribes, like... <laughs> building <laughs> tribes. <laughs> like, where you can, like, collect... Building some tribes. Children ...and get them to, like... Do things for you and get money. That was oh, fine. so. It what you're saying is you want people to do like. things that you don't have to do, so you don't want to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clicker again, game. Everything's a clicker <laughs> game. <laughs> but again, the, the London setting didn't do much for me, so I didn't really care too much about that one. I didn't. I really did not enjoy Unity because, again, I, I kind of know everything about the the French Revolution anyway. The, um, the so. So I got bored with that. Although the Marquis de Sade showing up in um, Unity was pretty funny. Don't even um, talk to me about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Origins, because I'm not quite as familiar with you know ancient Egyptian history and stuff, uh, I found I found it interesting. It certainly gave me some pointers about stuff to look into and all that. And I had the same kind of experience with the the ones set over in the US because I really don't know much about US history, and I actually was encouraged to learn a lot um, from playing these games. So I think that's the strength of Assassin's Creed. Well, I will agree um, with you, especially now that I've realized that with the um, like the history learning mode. mode. History mode, yeah. yes. Which is the best thing they could have added, honestly. Like, that's great. Like, heck yeah. Mm. Heck Except yeah, they censored all the, all the statues. Well, I mean, they're not going to have, like, breasts in their game for children, even though it's definitely not a game for children. Well, I'll be so if you go to the art gallery, you see those breasts anyway, because you know. It's yeah, art. and there was a very famous, I think, Greek poet who wrote about fucking the statue. He just wrote like sonnets and sonnets about fucking this one statue. So I hope they're historically <laughs> accurate and they leave him in as someone that you can talk to. 
This went from a Christian podcast to a cursed podcast very quickly. Look, this is true. Like, I'm not, I'm not joking here. This that, guy was hell. No, I know that you're not joking. Yet. I know that you're not joking. <laughs> that dude, that dude must have been me, like me in the previous life. He must have been pretty hard. <laughs> well, according to him, the statue had its own cold passion. So, um, um, I don't. So he's like the that... original. He's, he's like the original hot glue guy. What? What is the hot glue guy? Hot gluing. You don't know. Oh, it's all right, Alan. I'll, I'll explain it to you off air because. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Who, who's the podcast. Wow. Um, no, what no. is no? Okay. All right. I'm gonna leave that then. <laughs> I'm very confused. Is it just like when you hot glue on your dick to a wall? Why would you no. do that? <laughs> no. Why would you fuck a statue? It's a good point, Ginny. Well, I'm just saying, okay, they better leave that guy in. They better leave Catalus in as well. They better leave Praxiteles in as well, because all these philosophers were just horny all the time. Like, I just feel like if you're going to try to keep it historically accurate, you just need to have people, like, just fucking in the streets, all right? Just, oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so looking forward to the, the nude run, the guy. Which one was he? Um, um, he? He came up with, like, a solution to a big problem in the bath. It's not just you. you. It's not just no, you. No, 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 this is <laughs> This is a historical story. He came up with a solution. I can't remember which one it was. He came up with a solution to something. He would think he was a mathematician in the bath, and he was like, Eureka. And he just went like on a crazy run down the street naked, really, you know, yelling, Eureka, that Eureka. Does not surprise me. Yeah. So sorry. that dude, that dude needs to be in this game because that would that be like the most amazing thing. You walk, you walk into a town, like this new little Greek town, and you know, you're you're this assassin on, on the hunt, and then all of a sudden just straight past you this like a a naked guy running by. Well, Eureka, just, Eureka! It's getting more and more like a Yakuza side quest. No, like, seriously, <laughs> ancient Greece was wild. Like, I studied it and it was wild AF. Like, the, if you think people do crazy stuff now, like, it was off the chain back in ancient Greece. People were just, like, fucking animals, you know? They were literally fucking animals and also fucking animals. Like, it is a wild yeah, time was, period. And I think that... It was a, it was a party time. It. Yeah, it was a party time. <laughs> it was great. Everyone, like, you know, there were, you know, homosexuality, whatever, all over the place. Everyone was fucking everyone else of the same gender. It's whatever. Like, you you know, I feel like people are going to either love or hate this game because they're going to be like, oh, Sparta, full of manly men. And then the reality is people in Greece were just fucking all the time. Dudes on dudes, chicks on chicks, sex everywhere. So, I don't know. If you want to be historically accurate, keep all that shit in the game. That's this is I'm the most Ginny rant I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it'll be true. it'll be hilarious if they have like an Olympics as well, like as a scene, because yeah. you know ancient Greece and all that. Because they did actually compete in the Olympics in the like complete nude. Yeah, back yeah. in those days, they were wrestling. Um, did they also like tie themselves up though, because it would fly. <laughs> anyway, yes, moving yes. on. <laughs> hey, yeah. We're gonna go to some music now, Matt. What's the song? Uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation music because that is the best Assassin's that is Creed probably still the best as Assassin's far as I'm concerned. Yep. And it has some really good music. So enjoy. Yeah. We'll be back talking about something very different. Assassin's Creed Sexual Liberation, the musical.
And welcome back to Spooky Scary Hell. <laughs> what an introduction. What an absolutely artistic <laughs> introduction. That uh, was a masterpiece, look, Alan. Look, you know what? It's better than Dante's Inferno. It's fine. <laughs> um, so uh, Matt's been wanting to talk about this for quite a while now because he's playing a Vidra Grimble by the name of Agony. Um and I'm going to let you talk about it now, Matt, because I think that you probably have a lot more to say about it than I do. Yeah, so Agony is basically what I wanted Doom to be, as in the remake of Doom. Because I don't know if you'll remember back when they were promoting Doom as the next best thing ever, because that's what Bethesda does. They were talking about how it's like a journey into hell and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's so hardcore because you go into the, the, the depths of hell and there's demons everywhere and all that. And then you actually did so and you found out it was just like a couple of corridors and a couple of chains. And that was basically what they thought hell was. Oh, and like a skull somewhere, you know, one, one or two places. But it wasn't exactly what you would call an inspired hell. Um, so when I saw, what was it, about a year ago now? It was um, about a year ago. First. Yeah, Agony was first announced. Um, I was pretty keen because they promised again hell, and this time it would be a horror game rather than a shooter game. So I thought that they would probably get it right, and I'm playing it, and they certainly got it right. This is one really messed up game um, in the best possible sense of the word. Like, it is really fucked up. Uh, the stuff that you see in it is quite disturbing. And Would you say it's hellish? It is. That's would the you, thing. It's would you actually, say it's a hellish because, game, Matthew? I would. I would. <laughs> I, 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 that's why I like it because you know, if if you're going to if you're going to do a descent into hell, you might as well try and screw people's brains up in the process. And wow. this game certainly tries to do that, and it does. It's really good. I can't play it for long because it really freaks me out. So I have to stop playing and take a break, and then have some alcohol, and then play again. So I. You know, this is probably leading me down a path into alcoholism in the process, but Would that's okay. Leading you into I'm, hell, Matt. It is. <laughs> I don't know what this character is that I'm pushing right now, but yeah, it's... <laughs> I can't tell if you're like Doctor Zavago. Or... <laughs> <laughs> but I, I approve. I, I have never, I've never actually played a game that did hell quite as well as this one. I think, and that was obviously the mission that they set out to achieve and they achieved it. It's not for everybody because most people don't actually like exposing themselves to that kind of, you know, stuff. But for those of us who do, then who, who like the kind of extreme experiences, um, Agony's the, the best hit at it yet. So well done. Would you say it's better than Dante's Inferno? I would. And I actually like Dante's Inferno. So shut up, Alan. No. Um, <laughs> Bad game. <laughs> I like Dante. Dante's Inferno was a terrible Dun uh, Devil May Cry clone. Oh, sorry, God of War clone. Devil May God. But what it, yeah, what it did well was the the visuals of Hell. I thought that as somebody who has actually read um, Dante, as hard as that guy is to read, um, I thought they did a really good job of capturing the essence of what Dante laid out as his vision of Hell. So. Yeah, visually and uh, level design-wise, I thought it was pretty impressive. It was just it was a pretty crappy action game underneath, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a very. It had babies. It had babies coming out of nipples. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's the mark That's which a good game must be marked up against. Well, <laughs> well if that, how many babies are coming out of nipples? If so, like how many on average per minute? Babies per nipples per minute. If that if that is not hell, then what is Alan? Answer me that. Um, this podcast. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think hell is a very difficult thing for game developers to do, seriously, because it is something that needs to be extreme to do right, because it is meant to be like this ultimate, you know, um, dumping ground for evil. <laughs> so if it's not, if it's not really you know, horrific, and if it's not extreme, and if it's not, you know, really pushing the boundaries of what, you know, the sane would possibly conceive, it's not really hell. Um, so I think developers struggle with that, but this one did it right. I don't know, are you interested in playing Agony Ginny? Because you yeah. like extreme experiences, you're a fan of Marquis de Sade. Well, not a fan per se. Um, <laughs> I've had an interesting history with... Um with that started which can mostly be summed up by a, a inappropriate exposure to that material by my well-meaning mother so <laughs> um what no no explain <laughs> no you cannot leave it at that you Haven't have to explain that now already? no i don't think alan was on that podcast so, okay so yeah. for the for the uninitiated in singapore lots of book covers are censored so you don't actually get to see what the name on or the visual on the book is you see the you see the stuff on the spine and so my mom had gone to the bookstore and saw this book and it was called The Education of Young Women. And my mom was like, oh, great. That's a really great book for my child to read because it's oh, no. about etiquette or whatever. Oh, no. And so my mom brought the book back from the store and was like, look at this great book. And I was like, oh, cool, mom. This, this is nice. I guess I'll read this book. I was 13. Um, so oh. I opened the book. And it's obviously, it's Maki de Sa, So it's like sucking and fucking and just like BDSM everywhere. And the worst part is the main character has my name. <laughs> so it could not literally have been any worse. And you thought it was going to be a lovely coming of age story. No, I thought it was going to be like a book like how do you... Coming of age. I, I thought what, it, was, but it was a coming of age story because apparently the... The Ginny in the book was like, I'm 16, I'm an adult, time to make adult decisions about penises. And Makita Sai was like, Sweet, that's me. But anyway, besides the point, I thought it was going to be a book about like using the right fork at the dinner table, you know, about you know, etiquette or something. It was not, it was like sucking and fucking. So, since that day, I've developed a very high tolerance for extreme stuff for some reason, I guess, because I've read that in horror and just you know, it's changed me as a person. So I am pretty extreme in terms of like what people would find, I guess, scary. I don't find terrifying or affecting. So when I saw Agony, I was quite intrigued because I've not actually been felt terrified or discomforted by any depiction of hell ever. Like Doom does a shit job of it. Diablo 3, slightly Yay! better atmospherically, but also not at all terrifying. But also like, a bad game. Diablo 3 has like sexy spider woman in hell, which is kind of hot, but also I don't feel like if I were in hell, I'd be enjoying myself looking at some spider titties, you know? So it didn't seem very accurate to me. And I mean, like Bayonetta, great game, great protagonist, but also the hell that you see just seems like a gaping more of nothing, which is, I guess, what some people would think would be hellish, but you don't have like, hell is meant to be full of bad people. Neither of these games, Diablo, Doom, or Bayonetta, show you like a believable and horrifying collection of like bad people. We're thinking like rapists, child molesters, murderers, all these scumbags are down in hell, right? No other game seems to show that level of horrific behavior. If you have murderers and rapists and whatnot in hell, they're gonna be doing 
murdery, rapey stuff. Like you don't get that in any other game. And when I saw, or, it, or, or more particularly having it done to them, that's kind of exactly the point, yeah, because they're like being punished for it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No one, you don't get to see the punishment aspect of hell in any of these games. So when I saw Agony and I saw some pretty extreme shots in the trailer, I was like, oh, cool, I'm interested. And now hearing Matt say that it's extreme and that there's that level of like punishment and grotesque, I guess comeuppance to some of these people i'm even more intrigued now because that's the depiction of how i've been looking for in games i guess so yeah i'm super keen i'm very excited for it i feel like it's a very hard concept to sell to a greater audience so oh yeah it is it's incredibly difficult to sell this as a product it could never be mainstream and that's where i think doom kind of I, i think doom's problem was in promising hell um which you know set expectations up for me which it didn't deliver on um but i don't think doom could certainly do what you know, agony did in terms of the visuals and expect to get away with it. So I, I have sympathy for the devs there. Probably the marketing team needs to be shot though. Um, <laughs> and where they'll go to hell for false misleading marketing and spend the rest of eternity having really bad misleading bait and switch uh, advertisements shoved in their faces. That's pretty hellish. Um, but I did want to mention there is, hell doesn't have to be all doom and gloom and serious stuff. There are ways of doing it in a relatively or very entertaining way and i want to mention goichi suda's shadow of the damned at this point because it's a good game i don't know if i don't mm. know if any of you oh, alan's played it um i okay. don't know if any of the, okay excellent so we've all played it and we all know that it is a trip into hell in itself but it is grindhousey in the extreme so it's that kind of um it's still extreme i guess in in a sense but it's more you know uh humor orientated it's like and ghost rider yeah, and yeah. It's, it's like Ghost Rider starring Nicolas Cage. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and it has Goichi Suda's, you know, usual attitude, punkish attitude and all that kind of stuff, which is really cool. I liked it. It's 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 definitely not like Agony. It's a different version of Hell, but it's, it's still hellish while being not horrific, I guess, is the point. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else found it horrific. I didn't. I thought yeah. it funny. End end. But I'm I'm pretty messed up, so I think you know, Catherine was quite funny as well. Although it was particularly hell itself. I think the the portrayal of that dimension, the underworld dimension was quite tongue in cheek. I quite like that. The whole men being stupid and fumbling around in the afterlife. I enjoyed that. Don't you get to like Yeah, that was good fun. I like that one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, which one, Trent? In, in Catherine, isn't there like a plot where you can like date the devil? Like yeah, yeah, you can become like the king of the underworld. Yeah, well. yeah. So it seems like a, a pretty good thing to aspire to. I mean, if you find yourself in hell, you may you may as well try and you know become king. Yeah, yeah and Catherine is a super hot wife, or she would make a super hot wife. So which one? Which Catherine one? with a K or Catherine with a C? <laughs> yes, they're all cute. I could go for all of them. And on that note, <laughs> thanks. Uh, here's some music from, I believe, Dante's Inferno. Because we were yes, the game. The game wasn't great, but the music is sublime.
let's go. Alrighty. Um, so there's a new Sonic Racing game announced, and Matt actually decided to let us talk about it because this is the first time I think he's actually, you know, willingly let us talk about Sonic without us screaming at him for five minutes about how good Sonic is. Um, so the new Sonic Racing game has just been announced. It's called Team Sonic Racing, I believe. Um, and if anyone's ever played those games, I would argue that they are almost just a better Mario Kart. In all honesty, like I would argue that um, the last one, Sonic Racing Evolved, or Evolution, what was it called? Transformed. Um, Transformed. There we go. That was a great video game. It was better than um, like the the 3DS one that came out, Mario Kart 7, I feel, by a great deal. Was Mario Kart 8 was the better Mario Kart Wii and Mario Kart 8 are the better, better Mario Karts. The 3DS one was boring. Yeah, I would also say that Mario Kart Wii was not very good. It was just very influential, but that's all right. Um, yeah, so the new one's been new one's been announced. I'm very excited for it. They're good Mario Kart clones. They work well. They are playing... I, I'm assuming they're going to play pretty much the same, which is awesome because those games play very, very smoothly. Um, Matt. And, and Matt. Sumo Digital, the developer, uh, yeah. is back. Sumo Digital is know, a stuff. very, very good developer they've done a bunch of really really good games in the past um i believe that they've done um uh what was that game on the wii it was like a exclusive um oh dear oh dear i've forgotten the thing um let's oh, let's use wikipedia our friends just I'm gonna use wikipedia yeah um they have done what was that game that is split second velocity that is split second velocity one of the best racing games of all time Really, really good video game. Um, that was not the game I was thinking of, but yeah, they know how to make a good racing game, is what I'm trying to say. So they do, they absolutely do. Yeah, they're gonna do this hopefully justice, I would say. Um, yeah, I, I know, Matt. Are you excited about this in any particular way, or is it just in general? I, no, I am. I I like these ones. I don't like Sonic, but I like these ones. Um, mostly because they have other characters as well, not just Sonic. Like um. Football Manager, which is just the coolest racing guy character ever. He's like the most bland. Like, it's Mark Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the fact they put him in the game is pretty hilarious. Um, yeah, for me, a kart race is obviously a, a big part of it is whether you like the characters and the track design and stuff. And I've always liked... The, the track designs are always pretty much impeccable in these games. Uh, and the character rosters they get because Sega has such a big lineup is pretty good. It annoys me that they don't have Hatsune Miku in there because she's basically Sega's best character anyway. But I suspect Sega's actually lost that license, so I don't think she'll be putting mm. a, a show into this one either. Unfortunately, so, I think the thing that you're going to be really disappointed with, Matt, is that this game is not Team Sonic Sega All Stars Racing. This is just Team Sonic Racing, so it's just Sonic. So what? So what? No, it this. They'll they'll DLC something. You watch. You watch. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah, but initial launch is fifteen characters from the Sonic universe, which is exciting. Yes, and then and then launching with it will be three additional characters like Ulala or um, Football Manager or something. Super Monkey Ball guys. Super Monkey Ball guys. The alien from Alien Isolation. <laughs> Actually, that would be real. Cool. I would be so into that. Yeah, imagine. That would be around, What the fuck? Just squawking at people. <laughs> Sega, make it happen. <laughs> we'll give you the rights to it. 
but yeah, it, it should be cool. And I, I like the idea that this one's actually very team focused. Um, yeah. Because they do need to separate themselves from Mario Kart a bit because Mario Kart, the new one, the one that's on Switch and stuff, is is pretty much the ultimate Mario Kart. So they need to do something to. It's a real good Mario Kart game. Yeah. They need to do something to make sure people are willing to give it a go. So a different focus in having that team based stuff should be pretty good, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but my second favorite Mario Kart after Mario Kart 8 is Double Dash. And I'm getting some potential vibes similar to that with this one because it's making a big emphasis on the whole team thing. So, like, maybe it's going to be a bit double dashy. And if it is, then I'm super, super into that because, oh, my God, that game is real good. That game is real, real that, good. That, that or it'll be like the Ubisoft race or the crew where you form groups. And, and then you climb towers. <laughs> and climb towers and, and do all kinds of weird stuff with your cars. Um, the maps are but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Oh, you can just drive into <laughs> Metro City and then you can like listen to Escape to the City while you're driving down. And yeah. great. Here we go. We're going off the rails, Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's like, fuck. And then it's more close to like Forza Horizon where like that you become a car and then like... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Trent. Right. I don't think you understand what Forza Horizon is, Trent, because it's not Transformers. <laughs> I meant in the whole, you know, I meant more about, you know, the whole developer's focus about, you know, you're a car fan, then you become a gamer, and then a gamer, and you become a car fan. That whole focus, not, you just become a car. Wow. You become a car. <laughs> I love the idea of, I have decided that I am no longer human. I am become car. He's like, you just transcend humanity to become a car. But, like, to be honest, though, when I saw that trailer for Team Sonic Racing for the first time, I thought it was, like, a trailer for a new Cars movie. I also thought it was a trailer for a Cars movie, and because I was a little the bit, last like, one concerned. was so sad and so adult. I was, like, really freaked out by that trailer. Like, someone died or something. And I was like, hmm, this new Cars movie looks great. It's got Sonic in it. Hang on a minute. This is for Team Sonic Racing. I, so, would, um... I want to see Sonic driving Lightning McQueen. Would that be, like, a sex thing? Oh, he's technically inside him, so yeah. Yeah, because I'd be like, I don't know how these cars produce. Well, as we cars. all know, there is only one hole. <laughs> I, I assume it's like using the gas and the exhaust. So the like exhaust? the gas, the gas is like a sort of like a herbal, like plants. How like plants like make? I don't know it's if like plants a... and cars are the same well, thing. I don't know how plants fuck, Trent. I'm sorry. This <laughs> be beyond my expertise. I don't I know about. Judy, can you please confirm if plants have more than one hole? I'm not sure. I've never actually fucked a plot, so I can't actually say with any authority about how many holes they have, but... And we've derailed the podcast professionally. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how much that has to do with Sonic Racing somehow. Um, oh, because wouldn't just, you want to fuck a plot, Matt? <laughs> no. Okay, I mean, I've got... With Sonic. I've got, to, I've, got to, I've got plenty of... I've got plenty of interests, but, you know, plants are not one of them, um, I must admit. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, put a downer on that. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get this game when it comes out, but I don't know if I like Sonic that much. Like, I'm not super into racing games, so maybe they came up with like a Sonic versus Shadow game. I buy it again, but this is pushing as a Sonic versus Shadow thing. But it's team racing. Yeah, the because team is the issue. They're on different teams. I realize that, but like, I like the games where that you can actually just kill each other on like an obstacle course. <laughs> That's Wait, so you, what you're after is you're after Jack X combat racing. Yes, <laughs> that's what I want. Because I would also like that again. I would like that, but like with Sonic. <laughs> Sonic X combat. Yeah, Sonic X. X combat racing. Give me that shit. I want it. I would buy that. I'd buy that very, very quickly. Hell yeah. I would 
absolutely want to see Jack from Jack and Daxter beating the living hell out of Sonic's face. Hell, yes. So instead of the alien being a playable character, the alien is a, like a monster inside your car, and then you drive next to someone's car, and then the alien comes out and shoots out from inside your car and then eats the other player's car. Nice. Yes, that's like the blue shell. It's like Blue Moon, the song by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, but um, back, back on topic. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Um, one, one thing I think, uh, I, it's coming to Xbox, PS4, and Switch. Switch. Right? And Steam as well. Yeah. And Steam. What would have been cool is if they had to put a VR thing in, I think. Um, yeah, that would, I would have been PS4 into that. PS4 and PC. Because when I was in Japan last, I did the Mario Kart VR thing, and it was it was an amazing experience. Um, made me a fan of Mario Kart all over again. And I think, you know, now was the chance for this developer, given that they're not tied to the Switch platform like Nintendo is, to really do something with VR. And that would have been great, especially, um, yeah, especially on PS4 because. Sony's looking to. It's almost like Sony's got looking to really push VR. VR. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So Sony's really trying to push VR. So they probably would have thrown some extra money at it, um, which would have helped the devs along. And I'm sure Sumo Digital would be able to handle a VR game. Oh, they're competent enough. Absolutely. Like they are. They are a genuinely good developer. Like their list of games that they've made are very, very strong. And they made Dirt Two, which is awesome. They made Payday. Oh, they helped to make Payday Two. They've made Split Second Velocity, which is one of the best racing games in the last decade um they made like a bunch of virtual tennis games or ports i think they did and, a lot of they, they do a lot of like handheld stuff for other devs like they did the f1 games for the ds and 3ds I yeah think. No, 3ds and they for, also uh, made Little Big Planet 3 they did yeah they did it's a good game that is a really lovely like pleasant game and i'm sure that they'll bring it back to us again with Sonic Team Racing, what a brilliant segue! I am the god of the segue. Uh, That's okay. a very lame Sonic thing. Yeah, I'm not super chuffed about it, but it's happened. It's it's how we've gone today. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we're gonna probably leave it there. I'd say um, we got some music to sort of drown us all out at the end. Um, so from all of us here at Digitally Uploaded, we would like to thank you for checking us in. And we'll probably see you next week with some more David Cage-related things. And if you like this music, it is from Peach Beach Splash, Senran Kandura. Yes, buy the game. Call this the ass cast. The ass cast. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Imagine Christ. if you had to like put an entire cast on your butt because it was like broken. <laughs>
I'm pretty sure that's a thing that people have to do if they're, if they're Yeah, but then how do you shit it? through that? How no, do you shit through plaster? Wouldn't the nurse take it off and, like, you'd have a big... No, that's... Yet? Why would you then <laughs> the cast on for, like, approximately three or four hours between shit times? Listen, I am not a nurse. I'm not qualified to talk about... Yeah, but you're a lawyer, though. That's basically the same thing, isn't it? No, because <laughs> well, lawyers don't, ha- lawyers like don't have unions, okay? Possibly. Nurses have it better off. Listen. <laughs> why don't you Alan, nurse they probably, yourself they probably, they probably drill a little hole there, that's all. Maybe it's How like, maybe it's like, a, maybe it's like a spout. Maybe it's like a spout. I don't want to know about your little teapot, Sean's. <laughs> maybe it's a spout, you know? Like, you have like a spout for the front end. Why are you so spout heavy? I'm just saying, like, a Why are you such a pro thing. spout? I'm not pro spout. I'm just trying in this to... year, in this age, how can you possibly be pro spout? I don't know. I'm just, just you know, just wait till David Cage makes a movie about shitting with a plaster cast on your butt. Look, I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. We've had space lice. Why not have a fucking shit cast? Shit cast. 